the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, November the 17th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Today in 1800, Congress held its first session in a partially completed U.S. Capitol building. Today in 1869, the Suez Canal opened in Egypt. Today in 1889, the Union Pacific Railroad Company began direct daily railroad service between Chicago and Portland, Oregon, as well as Chicago and San Francisco. Today in 1903, the Russian Democratic Labor Party split into two factions, the Bolsheviks who supported Lenin and the Mensheviks who did not. That was the run-up to the Bolshevik Revolution, which began in November of 1917. Today in 1913, the first ship sailed through the Panama Canal. Today in 1970, the Soviet Union landed an unmanned remote-controlled vehicle on the moon. And tonight, uh, today in 1973, President Richard Nixon told Associated Press, he said, quote, people have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've been following the Rittenhouse trial, as I'm sure many of you have, and I checked we're originating at 9 a.m. live on ACN. Some of you are hearing this program a little bit later, but I checked about 10 minutes ago, and I didn't see that there was any verdict yet, but I think it's forthcoming today. And either way that trial goes, it's going to be there's going to be an eruption of, of violence, I, I'm, I fear, because both sides of that are poised, but particularly if it doesn't go the way the left thinks it should go. And the left has a very skewed, perverted way of looking at justice. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today, because not only is the left skewed and screwed up in their ideas about a lot of things, but including justice, they are messing up education in a way that it has never been tampered with since Noah Webster founded what we know today as public education. House Republicans in the Judiciary Committee, they sent a letter on Tuesday yesterday, Attorney General Merrick Garland, after an FBI whistleblowers told them that under a protected disclosure kind of thing, that the FBI's Counterterrorism Division is in fact compiling and categorizing threat assessments related to parents. It's including a document directing FBI personnel to use a public threat tag to track potential investigations of parents who come to school board meetings and they disapprove or even ask questions about what's going on in their school. This disclosure provides specific evidence that federal law enforcement operationalized counterterrorism tools at the request of the left-wing special interest group against concerned parents. 
The letter is fairly lengthy and very detailed, but the new information directly contradicts what Attorney General Merritt Garland swore under oath in his testimony just last month. Chris Rufo has been, he's a Seattle-based, I think he still lives uh, out here, but he he did, I think he still does, but he is um, an independent journalist. He's really been following this, and he's gotten a lot of uh, notoriety. He's been on a lot of the TV shows, not only Fox, but others, and he's been doing a great job on following up on all this stuff, and he was reporting that. A little bit of information. I thought I'd pass it along to you because I want to talk to you a little bit about this today. In fact, it's gotten so bad in public schools. I want to give you specifics, but in general, it is it is beyond me how that there isn't or hasn't been more of a reaction to this, but there is a growing reaction to it now. I mean, parents tend to love their kid. And they've trusted public education, and public education has gone south. I'm all for education. I, as some of you know, I've worked as the special assistant to the president at Seattle Pacific University at one time, and and in other, you know, situations regarding um, education. I'm I'm pro education by all means. The Bible is clear that we need to educate ourselves. Be prepared. But what's happening in public education today isn't education. It's purely and simply indoctrination. So Senator Josh Howley, yesterday, he introduced a bill to protect the rights of parents in education. That would include parents having the right to access their children's school curriculum. And I'm going to give you some reasons why this bill is more important today than it would have been even a few months ago. The Parents' Bill of Rights Act is what he's calling it. It outlines the eight parental rights regarding their children's education that, if restricted, would allow parents to sue federally funded schools. And schools would be required to disclose information about curriculum, outside groups that the school has signed contracts with, and reported incidents that could affect their child's safety. The bill will also make it so that extracurricular activities and field trips require a parental opt-out standard rather than the current opt-out one that is very, very uh, weak, to say the least. America has, Holly uh, told his colleagues yesterday when he presented this, this bill, he said, America has long recognized the right of parents to direct their children's education But we are now seeing a concerted effort by the left to shut parents out. He said whether it's Joe Biden's Justice Department attempting to classify parents as domestic terrorists or activists funded by dark money who seek to quietly introduce critical race theory into school curricula, education has taken a back seat to radical politics in many schools and parents, I would say most schools, unfortunately, and parents are taking notice. He said it's time to give control back to parents, not woke bureaucrats, and empower them to start a new era of openness in education. Well, I'm 100% supportive of this bill, and I I hope it passes. I I can't imagine anyone would, even a politician, would want to vote politically, vote against parents, but I would suspect some will, and they'll find a reason, some kind of a weak 
explanation of why they're voting against the parents. But this this thing, it, it, it the more we learn, the worse it gets. And this is, I mean, the next generation, and they know that. That's why there's so much focus and so many dollars and effort and influence that's focused on little children in the classroom. Because if they can win their hearts and minds, and if they can pervert their thinking at an early age, this was known in Marxism. Uh, Karl Marx said, you know, give me your kid, and I'll give you a socialist. I, I mean, they know that this is the time to shape the next generation, the government, the future, the the, the culture, and, and everything. So this is why there's such an intense um, push to get our kids. And our kids are a gift from God. It's more than just our love for our children. I mean, that is deep. I would hope it is, and all parents. But it's more than that. It's it's a political base that these people are building on your children or grandchildren and mine, if they can. A fourth grade student in Minnesota was told not to tell her parents recently about an equity survey. She and her classmates were instructed to take the test, but don't go home and tell your parents about it. Fox News is reporting that one. Fox and Friends said in an appearance with her mother on there that uh, she and her classmates were told not to tell their parents about the survey. Haley's mother, Haley is the little girl, her mother said they were informed that the equity audit would take place, but not when. And she said there's just no transparency in their school. It's in Minnesota. It's Sartell St. Stephen's School District. And they're working with the Equity Alliance of Minnesota. This Equity Alliance of Minnesota is an example of what Josh Hawley, what I was just talking about, he includes in this bill that he introduced yesterday in Congress, he in the House. He says um, that um, he, he says that it, the schools tend to hire these people. I mean, what he's getting at, and I've been watching this for a while, these schools tend to hire these uh, contractors from the outside. It could be Planned Parenthood. It could be the, the homosexual advocacy, LGBTQ on steroids plus whatever. In this case, it has to do with education. And in this specific case in Minnesota, it's the Equity Alliance of Minnesota. So then if parents find out that their kids are being indoctrinated with something they don't want their children to be taught, then the school will say, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. Well, that's not us. We don't stand for that. That was Equity Alliance of Minnesota or whatever, or, or you know, the, the good gay people of Washington State or whatever it is. I mean, it doesn't matter. But they bring in these contractors. The contractors make a lot of money. They do kind of do the dirty work. They bring in the curricula. This company that is owned and was co-founded by Attorney General Merritt Garland's son-in-law, I talked about that here a couple of weeks ago, they are one of the contractors. They provide this stuff. Critical race theory in the case of his son-in-law. So there's a dual track here, and they're very much coordinated, but they're separate. And when you turn on the light, the school district scurries over and says, oh, yes, we're, oh, we're for transparency. We, We love the parents and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's not true, because they bring in these contractors that couldn't give a rip about 
the parents or the kids, but they're making millions and they're indoctrinating this generation to be something other than what God wants our kids to be and what we want our kids to be. And that's why this is so very, very important. I don't know where this thing in Minnesota will go, but it's out there. And this Haley, the, the little girl, she said, my mom always tells me that I can tell her anything, but she also tells me that I can trust my teachers too. That was probably in the past. But anyway, that's what she said. And uh, she said, being asked to hide something from my mom made me very uncomfortable. I felt like she, she's 10 years old. She said, I felt like I was doing something wrong. And this is the kind of environment that's being created in the um, public education, so-called, classroom in America. And you're paying for it with your taxes, paying big time. I mean, look at your tax bill, your property tax. My goodness. In Scottsdale, Arizona, suburb of Phoenix, school board member, this is in the news today, and it's been in the news. I've been following it. I don't think I've mentioned it on this program, but I've been paying attention to it. But the Scottsdale school board member is linked to this parent dossier that he's been removed. He was chairman of the board. And uh, what, he was removed from his position as board president after parents un- uncovered an online dossier, a, kind of a rundown, an overview of, of people's lives, which included personal pictures a, one of them was a divorce proceeding, which was very ugly, and financial records of parents in the district, in the Scottsdale School District, who are disagreeing with this, with the board and where they're trying to take the school and where they're trying to go with this critical race theory and all this junk that's going on out there. So this guy, this board member, the chairman of the school board, started putting out, you know, really embarrassing damaging personal information on these parents who are coming to the school board meetings and saying, we don't want our kids taught this. So he has now been removed, but the damage is out there and it's been done to parents and the parents that were involved in his little um, exposure of them online, they are more than a little unhappy, I can tell you. And I would be as well if I were those parents. I think we can all understand that. An elementary school in Connecticut is requiring its students to engage in social justice lesson standards. That's what they're calling it. It includes transgenders teaching the content that these kids as early as kindergarten are being exposed to. Parents are upset there. But district officials has informed the parents that they will not be allowed to opt out of the curriculum. That's why Josh Hawley yesterday introduced this bill. If parents can't opt out their kids from certain lessons or curricula in school, parents have lost. In other words, your kids are not your kids. They're our kids. And we're going to teach them what we want to teach them, and you can't opt them out. Massive amounts of parents are pulling their kids out of public education. I mean, it's epidemic across the nation. And when this subject comes up, the Biden administration always says, well, you know, this pandemic is really taking a toll on education. President Biden, wake up. It's not about the pandemic. It's about what your people are allowing these people 
to teach children across America, and America is sick and tired of it. It's not about the pandemic. Parents are pulling their kids out and homeschooling, getting second jobs and putting their kids in private schools or whatever. But they're saying, I only have one shot at raising my child, and the state is not going to raise my child. And I say, God bless you. That's where we are. Another school district in another state, not Connecticut, they were caught, I mean, I'm talking recently, they were caught secretly being trained, the teachers, how to sneak teaching about white privilege past, these are their words, Trump country parents. (laughs) Did you know there were Trump country parents? If you live in Washington or Oregon, you don't live in Trump country, even if you voted for him, I can tell you. But nonetheless, this was all about how to keep parents in the dark while you teach, in this case, it was white privilege, which is part of critical race theory, and transgenderism. Well, I'll tell you, it's clear that public education has declared your kids to be their kids and nature's God to be terribly outdated. Our founders referred to nature's God when they talked about the course of human events, when they talked about that freedom is in our DNA. We are created to want freedom. And they spoke about it, and they spoke about it, that it's not something that man gives. It's something that God has given. The God who created nature, who created all things, has given. These people are standing with their fist in the face of God as they try to steal and abuse the children in America today in public education. Parents of students attending this West Hartford public schools are expressing concern about their kids, the kinds of concerns I'm talking about right now. One parent is particularly upset about a book taught to fourth graders. It's entitled, When Aiden Became a Brother. And the parent called, these are fourth graders. The parent calls full-on gender theory. And the parent was told to sit down and shut up in a board meeting. This teaches, he said, that biological sex is wrong. In other words, God is wrong. God doesn't know what he's doing. The book begins with this, a fourth grader. When Aiden was born, everyone thought he was a girl. His parents gave him a pretty name. His room looked like a girl's room, and he wore clothes that other girls liked wearing. And he realized he was a trans boy. Aiden and his parents fixed the parts of his life that didn't fit anymore, and he settled happily into his new life. I'm reading from the book that your fourth grader is probably reading from somewhere in this nation, maybe as we speak. Another fourth grade title is all about pronouns. A little booklet that they read or the material that they're given, they go through with their teacher, is they, she, me, he, free to be. Boy, to be sure there's equity in their indoctrination, the four and five-year-old kindergartens, kids are also targeted. It's not just the fourth grade, the big fourth graders. The reading list for kindergartens includes the book Introducing Teddy. I wrote an article on all this today, what I'm talking about right now. Some of the other stuff isn't included in the article, but I wrote an article on our website as I do every weekday. 
It's published, and a lot of people read it. I hear from you in places we're not on the radio, and a lot of you read that, and we, we source, in other words, we link to the sources of what I'm talking about now and what I've written in this. And uh, you can look at that and get more information on most of what I'm talking about if you'd like. It's at faithandfreedom.us. But this lesson in introducing Teddy, the lesson sheet, uh, and I, in fact, I include some pictures of and links to the actual lesson sheets that the teachers are using in the classroom on these subjects. But the lesson sheet begins with this. One sunny day, Errol finds that Thomas is sad, even when they are playing in their favorite ways. Errol can't figure out why until Thomas tells Errol what the teddy has been afraid to say. In my heart, I've always known that I'm a girl teddy, not a boy teddy. I wish my name was Tilly, not Thomas. And it goes on and on. But that's what's being taught to these kids. It's not about education, it's child abuse. In a five-page memo dated back in October the 14th, last month, Rosina Haskins, she's Director of Equity Advancement. Yes, you're paying for that too, if you own property and pay taxes for your school. Director of Equity Advancement. She wrote in this um, West Hartford Public Schools um, she she wrote that they teach the SEL now that's a be be familiar with that word because it, it's around and it, you miss it if, if you're not aware of what it means SEL they always use the just the acronym uh, or the the letters they don't they don't actually say the word often but it's social emotional learning and that's where education is focused right now it's on on uh, social and emotional experiences of the kids it's not really about education at all it's about how you feel and if you feel like a girl hey you're a girl if you feel like a boy you're a boy and we're going to celebrate it with you we're going to have a coming out party whatever i mean they do this anyway they she says on behalf of her school district she says we teach sel through an equity lens adapted from the learning for justice social justice and anti-bias framework. Well, Learning from Justice is a program of the Southern Poverty Law Center, and that states that its objective is to be a catalyst, I'm quoting from Southern Poverty Law Center, to be a catalyst for racial justice in the South and beyond, working in partnership with communities to dismantle white supremacy, strengthen intersectional movements, and advance the human rights of all people. That's what they say they're up to. Family Research Council It's been targeted by Southern Poverty Law Center as terrorists or biased or anti-homosexual organization. Racist. Focus on the family and other national organizations that all of us are familiar with have been targeted by Southern Poverty Law Center as being equivalent to a domestic terrorists, which now parents are if they disagree with the school district. Critical race theory holds that America is fundamentally racist, yet it teaches people to view every social interaction and every person in terms of race. It's exactly what MLK said don't do. And he was their hero until they evolved past MLK. He's old news now to these people. 
to the end of merit and objective truth, which they deny in both cases, they adopt these race-based policies. It's amazing. It, if I didn't know what I was saying was true, I would think I was, I was way off base. I mean, I can hardly believe that this is happening in any country, particularly America. But it is. That school district, the one we've been talking about, the, the uh, West Hart- Hartford, says, We, the members of West Hartford Public Schools, dedicate ourselves to the pursuit of equity. Equity, as you know, is equal outcome. Whereas equality, which our founding fathers and most of us have sort of lived by our whole life, is, hey, the opportunities are out there. If you work hard, you go to school, you learn, you get good grades, you'll get a good job. That'll help you to be successful and so on. You know what it is. But, oh, no, that's all been changed now. That's not what we're even talking about. Forget equal opportunity. We're talking about equal outcome. If you can run faster than so-and-so, whatever, and you run a race, you better not win because both of you need to cross the finish line at the same time or you're a racist if you beat this person. This started very innocuously some years ago in Little League where they said, well, let's not keep score anymore because we shouldn't have kids that feel like losers and we they shouldn't lose in baseball games and so on. We've gone from that to this in about the last three or four years. Now everything is based on equity. Pay attention to that word and see how many times you hear that in the evening news in your town. A lot, if you listen to it. A lot. You hear it all the time. The word equity, and that's what that means. Everybody's got to cross the finish line at the same time in the same way, or you're a racist, if you win, or a white supremacist, or whatever. One who is in denial would think that this is probably an isolated incident in this West Hartford, but it's everywhere. It's all over the place. The one situation I mentioned, they're sneak teaching on white privilege. They're getting past Trump country parents. I mean, it's amazing. That's in the in Missouri. One of the challenges we run into is we're in highly conservative country. A teacher was saying in this interview, and they recorded it, and the recording is out there. We are in the middle of Trump country here, and any time in my career when we've attempted with staff, attempted with kids, attempted with families to even touch on the concept of white privilege, we get incredible amounts of pushback. So this professor, his name is King, not MLK, but he's instructing the teachers. He said, well, you don't have to use that particular verbiage. Change your terminology and they won't know what you're teaching. And he goes on and on and explains this to them. This is the pandemic in America today, much more so than a Wuhan virus. And that's deadly and it's affected all of our lives. But boy, this is affecting America and your family for generations to come. We've got to be, got to be informed. And that's what we try to do each day on this program. Some days I wish I had a little more time. And then I think, well, we'd have to pay for that time if we had more time. So maybe not. I mentioned yesterday that we ran a little short last month, about $6,000. And if you feel led to do so, thank you for helping us get caught up and get back on track with our budget. We do. We pay our bills on time. But 
I'm very sensitive to where we are monetarily. So thank you so much. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, 98009. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.